Hello, this is episode nine of Surviving to Thriving with Megan. I'm your host, Megan Chida, and I am here to talk to you about abuse. We have talked about on this podcast, we've talked about verbal abuse, social abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, and psychological abuse. My personal experience um, went through the different systems of abuse. And remember, by abuse, we're talking about a pattern of behavior to gain control over another person, whether it's a spouse, a parent, a child, um, a partner, or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it is, it's creating a power dynamic in which one person is controlling or manipulating the other. What we're going to talk about today on episode nine is intellectual abuse. Intellectual abuse is similar to emotional abuse and psychological abuse in that it's kind of a mind game. It plays on your confidence. It plays on what you think of yourself and your self-esteem and intellectual abuse combined with other forms of abuse can really uh, tear you down and um, end up making you question everything you thought you knew. Uh, One part of intellectual abuse, we'll just get right into it, is uh, someone who demands perfection. So you've got your perfectionist. They might be a perfectionist themselves, or they might demand that you are perfect. Insisting on proof of your opinions, and not just in a, well, what studies support your conclusion, or what what are you basing your opinions on? Not like a discussion where you're talking, you're truly having an intellectual discussion about what your opinions are and why they are that way. Um, it, it's the opposite. In fact, demanding proof. And part of that is, part of that is, you know, those people that are just impossible to argue with. You just can't argue with them. You might as well save your breath because they refuse to allow anybody to disagree. You, there's just no disagreeing. You are, you're dumbed down, you're intimidated, you're invalidated. If you, like, if you point out the abuse or if you point out that this is not right, how you are treating me, then they invalidate you or, um, or, or, or dumb you down, insult you, insulting the intellect, education level or ability to think, refusing to allow you to disagree, intimidated by your mind. And that means that that because they are in, intimidated, sometimes they'll put you down. Like let's say you're a straight A student or you're studying your, for your master's degree or any degree for that matter. Let's say you're, you're studying and they just can't handle the, they can't handle the, the intellect that comes with that. Some of the things you'll hear are, oh, so you think you're smarter than me now. Or, well, I don't have a fancy master's degree like you do. Or, well, who am I? I'm just a stupid XYZ, but you're a doctor or you're a fancy whatever, this or that. But then at the same time, and the next breath, it'll be, well, you know, I work hard and you're just a this or you're just a that and referring to like a white collar worker such as a doctor or a or a nurse or a teacher or something that um that that is a pretty good career that's um being um 
being dumbed down and being invalidated. Uh, so that kind of covers the intellectual abuse piece of it. And remember, we're talking about patterns. We're not talking about the offhanded comment here or there. We're not talking about the heated disagreement about a political standpoint or a religious viewpoint or a worldview. We're really talking about the insistent pattern of behavior that makes you less than for whatever it is and puts them on a higher pedestal, insulting education, dumbing people down, being intimidated, refusing disagreement, invalidating, all of those things that really are kind of a mind game um, that will make you question maybe I'm not that smart. Maybe it's not that big a deal. And you you find yourself almost belittling yourself to a point where they don't even have to. They don't even have to because they've they've already done their job and they've given you reason to doubt yourself. Um, my experience, like I've mentioned before on previous episodes, was very covert. So in public, my... Uh, my ex-husband would brag about me to others that I, so something that you might not know about me is I have a master's in special education. So I'm a special education teacher. I went uh, to graduate school and got the credentials that I needed for that. And so he, when we were in public, he would say, oh, yep, Megan's got a master's degree. She's so smart. She, you know, she, nobody studies more than Megan. You should have seen how much she studied. You should have seen how book smart she is. You should have seen, you know, you should see all the things she knows. She really, she's really smart. She got straight A's, all those things, right? Okay. So this is how we're talking to our, our family and our friends and, acquaintances. But at home, it was very, very different. At home, it was those comments that I was referring to earlier, like, well, I don't have a fancy master's degree like you, so how dare I speak? Or or things that were that were just absolutely demeaning, like, well, you think you're so smart, but really you're just a this, this, and that. And really you think you have all this education, but really it's this, this, and that. And it took me years, in fact, to not only establish my my career and my knowledge within my profession and then become somebody who somebody who was respected and looked looked upon, but then it also took me years to believe that about myself. Sometimes I still don't because it was just at such a level. And you know what it took is it took me having conversations with other people that had different worldviews, that had highly intelligent um, positions in their field of work. I would be talking to I would be talking to a CEO of a company or a banker or a, you know, whatever, you name it. And I was realizing that some of my ideas and some of my intelligence and my conversations and my writing especially could could hold water with some intelligent people. And that's what really kind of gave me my confidence back. But if these are things that you are finding in your relationship, I encourage you to uh, check out a few links that I've got in my show notes about intellectual abuse, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like. And then I also encourage you to seek out some clarity among your resources and the people around you to 
um, to kind of gain some perspective on what's really happening and if if that is something that that should be happening or not. Um, all right, I hope this helped, and I will see you next time for episode ten. I look forward to it. This is Megan Chida reminding you that you're not crazy, you're safe here, and you deserve healthy love.